Coming up, Rhino and I had a chance to try some of the Universal Mardi Gras food early, and we got to go through the Tribute Store, and we're going to share some of our thoughts on this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams, and I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Hello, Rhino. We have a great episode for you, I know, because, well, we just recorded part of it earlier today, and I had so much fun doing it, and then we're going to you know, throw in a little fun banter, I guess you could say, about the tribute store and maybe some of the food that we ate. Who knows? We're just going to have to wait and see how this all plays out. I don't know why I'm getting weird with this. I would like to Oh, stop. man. I just thought of something funny I could have said in the video. What's that? You'll float too. Oh, it's a float warehouse. Oh, that that would have been a good joke, but oh, unfortunately, man. you are hours late to that joke. Oh and god! You can always yeah. just go back to Universal tomorrow and redo it. Just wear the same thing. Insert a shot. Yep. I I don't I don't foresee you doing that, but we are going to have a lot of fun in this episode talking about Universal Mardi Gras. It officially kicks off this weekend, but uh, lucky for us, they were opening some of the food booths, some of them specifically for annual pass holders. However, they weren't like really checking that much. So I don't know what the deal with, was with that entirely, but the tribute store was open for team members and Definitely annual pass holders only. So we got to walk inside there and get a first look at it all. We're going to talk about it. But before we get to that, I need to remind you, this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next universal vacation through dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Cost you no extra money and you get the help of one of the amazing Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today. Okay, Rhino, what do we want to start with? Do we want to start with the food or do we want to start with the the tribute store? We're we're not going to go super in depth in the tribute store. We're just going to share some of our our thoughts because over on youtube.com/wdwinfo, Rhino is having a fantastic well, we haven't seen the finished product product yeah. of it yet, but we're, we're going to go ahead awful. and assume like his other shopping videos, it's going to be fantastic and it's going to be a, a detailed look at the tribute store. So I don't want to necessarily get into the the nitty gritty with it and go through it in detail because of that. But what are what are we doing first? Rhino food. Uh, store? Do the tribute store first. Do the tribute store first. OK, well. As you already alluded to in your little joke about the eel float, too, uh, this year's tribute store is <laughs> I know it was so good. So good. Uh, this year's tribute store is a kind of a float warehouse that takes you through the process of how a float is created. And, you know, we talked about this in one of our Mardi Gras preview episodes, but now we are here and able to actually see the the real thing. And I'm just going to say up front, right, right before we get into it, you and I had a lot of questions about how they were going to actually fit a float 
inside of the tribute store because we know how big they are. Uh, but we got our answer with that. A, it's not a real float. And yep. B, it's a miniature version of a real float. So don't go in expecting to see the gator float parked inside. That's that's not the case at all. But uh, it's still a really cool store. Oh, yeah, I know. I I, I was actually like kind of taken back when we went in because you, you walk in and it's like, it's a warehouse. And you're like, oh, this is usually a giant wide open room. And then... um it's it's honestly it's not like an overwhelming amount of merchandise in there and like craig already said you can see that all the merchandise in the other video but it was still like oh okay it was fun going in today knowing the theme that's that we're going to see this weekend but not having seen anything yet so it was like if you looked around you know in the different rooms like because it basically started where it was like the planning and the conception phase and then it went into like the production phase and then it went into the like the painting phase so it was like the different phases of where the float is through and and i thought that was really fascinating but like there's a lot of fun like dioramas everywhere or or not dioramas but um diagrams is what i meant and like uh sketches and things of like the different floats and so it is this alligator float is like the main float but it's also like you can see some of the other floats that are going to be there, like the con- the the conceptualization of them. And I was like, oh, so because I thought when we talked about the the Mardi Gras celebration a while back, like space, I was thinking like, oh, fun. It'll be like, you know, whatever. It's like 1950s space camp is what it's looking like. And I am very excited. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be exactly like that just because. You know, I I feel like with the tribute store, they were setting it up to be specifically for the float that you see at the end. Now, if that is a version of the float that's going to be in the parade, uh, very cool. And if some of the diagrams that were hanging in there are examples of what's to come with Mardi Gras, then yes, it's it's going to be very cool. But well, sorry, the reason why the reason why I think it is, is because there was a couple of shirts in there. And it had um, – what's the Mardi Gras King usually called? Is it just the Mardi Gras King? Yeah. Because it was Mardi Gras Space King. And one of the oh. shirts was a guy with like a 50 space helmet like floating. And then there was a Mardi Gras Space Queen shirt. And I was like, okay. And then there was another another that one that we joked that looked like Madame Leota. And those were a lot more like, oh, okay. Is this what we're going to see happen this weekend? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not, but – Maybe I just hype myself up for nothing. We will have to wait and see exactly how campy or not campy it is in terms of the parade. But I good good job picking up on some of those clues that I missed, Rhino. I spent most of my time going through the store, taking in the actual details of the store, because truthfully, there was not a lot of merchandise. I mean, it felt like every single room you walked in was just a repeat of the merchandise that was in the last room. And, you know, it's technically the event hasn't started yet, but they never like go too crazy with Mardi Gras. So I don't expect a lot more new merch to be added with it. But uh, yeah, it kind of gets old in terms of what they are 
displaying uh, for the actual merch that's available for the event. So yeah, I spent more time looking at the building as a whole and, you know, like you walk in and it looks like you're walking into an office where you see like the preliminary part of it. And then the first room that you move into is the concept and ideas. And that's where everything is really rough. And it's a lot of just plans and blueprints and, you know, just so on and so on through every every part that you actually said with the, you know, actually modeling and then the the painting process in between in the hallway, they do a look back and into time at the Universal Studios Mardi Gras parades of the past and the event in the past. And uh, that was a blast. I know you had fun with that one looking at the pictures. It's funny how like how down I'll be sometimes be like, oh, I didn't get a good photo. I didn't get a good photo. And then sometimes I see like professionally displayed photos and I'm like, Oh, I took a better picture than that. I mean, sometimes it's all about like, it's not necessarily about sharpness. It's about composition. It's about stuff like that. But it does one of those weird things where I was like, people just didn't used to document things the way we have the last couple of years. You know, we in the collective, we, not we like you and me, but like, you know, I, I, I think nowadays there's going to be this history, um, you know, that started a couple of years ago of these like theme parks and the festivals and all that thing. And there'll be no shortage of video footage and what they did and what things looked like. But before like, think like how hard is it to look back and like, see like, you know, stuff from Halloween Horror Nights way forever ago or this Mardi Gras parade. And it's interesting to be like, wow, we've kind of like really changed that as a culture for the, for better or for worse. Who knows? No, because as you're walking through some of the photos you're looking at and such, you can tell that it's almost like these were probably really well taken photos, but they were stored in such a low resolution because they were using for like they were used for brochure artwork or something along those lines. And now all these years later, it's like, nope, we want to use it for these photos in a hallway. And so it's not not as crisp. But that's actually a, a kind of a way to segue off of this, Rhino, that you you mentioned with, uh, you know, how how it's changed and how you document all of these these aspects of the universal events in some and that's my way of saying that this entire tribute store is loaded with Easter eggs. It's not only a, a float warehouse that is showing you how to make a float. It's also like all everything up above the ground is basically like this is the tribute store and we store all of the things that we have done for previous tribute stores and what we're going to use for future tribute stores in this section so when you look up above like all throughout the entire house you see it as soon as you walk in you see all of these like little notes that are left from earl the squirrel that are kind of like little safety messages so like the one is e-a-r-l-s safety tips keep work area clean and uh, little cute things like that uh, uh safety last is one of their their tips that they have hanging up with it. Uh, and that's just a little bit like in the one, uh, the one room with all the paint and lots of colors and stuff. If you look up above on the top shelves, you can notice a lot of the same foam that was used when they had the, the Halloween horror nights, uh, tribute store during the pandemic where it was Beetlejuice part. They had the actual foam from the Beetlejuice set in there. Uh, it's just, it's filled with all these little details from past tribute stores and so i love that they did that so it's like it serves two purposes it it's kind of like finally looking inward on itself as a tribute store but then also like hey we also want to tell you the story about how we build a float and here it is 
Yeah, one of my favorite. I didn't see it until the end when you were standing in the last room, but there's like a little Earl the Squirrel with a with a uh, space helmet on, which I thought was fantastic. And um, my favorite spot is the HHM bear photo yeah. op because it's him, and then there's a chair, and I was like, "There's just this bear in the chair," and I'm like, "I don't know, I love yeah. it." It's a bear in a chair. That is the best way to describe it. And it's very tight and very hard to get photos because everyone's walking through. But it's something you're absolutely going to want to have your photo with. And yeah, I I think uh, the Tribute Store overall was a big success for those wondering about what Moldorama machines are in there. There was a gator and then there mm-hmm. was also a riverboat. So you'll have to add those to your collection if you are still bent on collecting them all i am not i've given up on this pokemon style journey and (laughs) i am only collecting the ones that truly make me happy and leaving the hot plastic molded into fun shapes for the rest of the people out there but i i don't have anything else to say about the tribute story besides again uh look out at youtube.com slash wdw info for rhino's detailed walk through the tribute store but do you have any final things to say rhino no I only own two Moldoramas, and that'll be it. I have one too many. Fantastic. Well, with that, we are going to get into... Oh, wait. Rhino's showcasing. Rhino, for the audio listeners out there, can you please describe what you're holding? Uh, it is about uh, five inches tall. He's, I would say, burgundy. Uh, he is a uh, kind of a slick fella. He is a bear. I'm not sure the type of bear, but uh, at the base, at the rounded base, it says Halloween horror nights on it and it would be the hhn bear that would be my one uh wax figure that i do like the other one was the uh the i got the other one just to do it for a video and it was the tribute store facade which is fine it looked like a haunted house i thought it was cool that it existed but i was like i don't like this one as much yeah hindsight can be terrible when it comes to buying stuff like the moldoramas uh and it can be unbearable (laughs) <laughs> well, I believe that's also a grizzly bear. You know, it could be a brown bear as well, too. But I think just based on its sheer size and brute force, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a grizzly. I have watched The Revenant. so Yeah, I, I was going to say an expert. reminiscent of the Leo bear. Yeah. Yes. The bear that loved on Leo, as yes. we've all seen in that movie. But OK, with that, we are going to move into the food portion of this preview. And basically how this little preview worked, it was open to, I'm going to say everyone, because only once out of the three booths that were technically open in the New York section, only one of them asked, like, hey, before we ring this up, I need to see your annual pass holder uh, card. And uh, the other two booths basically said, okay, you can order it. Oh, actually, are you an annual pass holder so you can get your discount? So they were two of the three were prepared to give us the food regardless, but uh, one one was a little stricter with it. But the whole thing was right outside of the tribute store. Uh, three of the five food booths, uh, technically one was a food truck transplanted, and the other two were were booths. But uh, they were open early as part of an annual pass holder preview, but. That being said, like the food truck that is parked out front of Fast and Furious Supercharged, that was also open serving Universal Mardi Gras food. And this year at the Louis window in New York, where, uh, you know, you can usually get gelato and stuff. They do have a Mardi Gras menu there as well, too, that it 
appeared that they were serving it, but we didn't go up to actually ask if they were truly serving it. Uh, but it, it looked like that. But yeah, so we had very limited options. We had like the basic of the basic uh, universal Mardi Gras food choices. We're talking jambalaya, po'boys, uh, the muffalata sandwiches, and I, I can't even remember what the other one was. Maybe like shrimp and grits or something along those lines. But I'll, I'll know as soon as I take a second to look at the menu here. But uh, very limited options open for us. So we had we had hard choices to make out of very limited options. Chose some things that we probably wouldn't typically get solely because you know they're kind of the more standard boring items but yeah. uh, before i even we get to the actual in-park dining review with it i want to mention of course they did not bring back the tasting lanyard this year for universal mardi gras but they do offer a gift card that you can buy and it's a it's a Wait. deal for annual pass holders the girl, the girl at the first booth asked us about a lanyard, though. Yeah, well, it is it is a, a gift card on a lanyard, and so the deal with it is, well, hear me out, Rhino, hear me out. So it's you have two options for it. You can get a seventy five dollar gift card and pay sixty five dollars for it, ah, or you can get a hundred fifty dollar gift card and you pay a hundred twenty dollars for it. So you get, I think, I think that it might be a hundred twenty five. For that one, or it might be 130. Shoot. After we're done watching, I will come back and actually correct it with the exact info on it. But for annual pass holders, you can buy these gift cards and you can get a discount technically on the food that you're going to get. And I'll get those exact numbers because now I think it's $130 for a $150 gift card because that would kind of play in line with the other. But I'll, I'll figure that all out. But that's a way to, to get a deal like the tasting lanyard was before in the past. And they, the other thing too, it's very interesting to see, but refillable mugs are back again because there's lots of beer flowing, lots of, lots of mixed drinks that are going to be flowing, but playing fast and loose with the word mug. (laughs) Well, that's, that's it. These are refillable cups. And I wish, uh, Rhino, you and I have the exact cups. I'm not even kidding you, Craig. I literally drank out of the cup that you're, you're telling me the Chewy's cup last, like, I right before I got on the call, I had water in it, and I was like, "I'll put some water and bring it up." And I said, "No, I can't be trusted with liquids next to my electronics, so yeah. I didn't bring it up here." And yeah, it's it's you know it's standard issue. Think about the the plastic breakfast cup you get in the morning or whatever. You know the shorty cup, plastic cup. It's just twelve ounces, and it's just a green cup, and it says Universal Mardi Gras, like it's got the logo on the front of it. And I was like, "Well, these yeah. are the these are the souvenir cups." Yeah, uh, not very detailed, but I, uh, you know, manufacturing was hard. Uh, clearly, some things were off based on what happened with Halloween Horror Nights. Like the first week of Halloween Horror Nights came and they had like they had specially themed ones with I think it was HHN 1999 with the logo on that one and said 30 years on the back. And then after that, they switched up the cup and it was a complete different design that didn't follow in that suit. And then, you know, once they ran out, they ran out. But it seemed like it seemed like something was going on with their traditional, like, I, I think they're 20 ounces or 16 ounces, but they're they're big, tall, plastic, glass-looking cups that have the light up in the bottom. Uh, this this is not. This is your this is your quick and easy manufactured plastic 12-ounce cup that you could just slap your logo on 
and go. So it's not fancy, but you know, we were we were kind of looking at the deals with the drinks and stuff. It seems like with this cup, if you're going to go enough and drink enough, you can actually you yeah. can actually get some of your money back on it because, you know, with that, they're they're selling like I'll, I'll use beer as an example. They'll sell a beer for uh, seven dollars for a nine ounce or you can get the 12 ounce refill fillable cup for eleven dollars. And then after that, refills are only eight dollars. So technically for a dollar more, you're getting three ounces free after the first one. So after after a long time, it could add up. But that being said, should have asked more questions because inside the booths, we also saw like your full size standard glasses that they would normally have when they're selling beer at any event. So I'm guessing that will be an option too. And we'll find out more once, once Universal Mardi Gras actually starts. But I don't want to waste any more time getting to this food. So we are now going to cut to us inside the park, Universal Studios Florida, where we are trying some of the food for this year's Universal Mardi Gras. We have our first food item here from our little Mardi Gras food preview. And uh, this one, I'm pretty excited about. I'm going to say that about absolutely everything. But this one, I'm pretty excited about. This is the Blackened Chicken Po' Boy. It is blackened chicken thigh, Cajun mayo, lettuce, tomato, pickle, served on a French Quarter baguette. It is $7.99. Rhino, you heard what I called you. And uh, we're making this one a sandwich for two, even though it's definitely sized as a sandwich for one. But I'll tell you what, the chicken looks delicious on here. Love the fact that there's pickles and tomatoes. You know, you got your little chips on the side, too. So I am uh, I'm pretty excited for it. Let's see how this tastes. I have very good news to report with this. It is soaked in the Cajun mayonnaise, like almost to the point that you could argue that this is like almost kind of like a chicken salad. I think it might be too much mayonnaise for Rhino, but I really like it. You know, the blackened chicken, it's uh, got a nice, nice zip to it. It's uh, very well seasoned. The mayo kind of cools the whole thing down. Pickles just add that extra crunch to the sandwich. Bread is extremely fresh. I like it, but I want to hear what Rhino has to think about it. All right, I'm smushing my ingredients on down in here. Here we go. I really like what the pickle does in this sandwich here. Like, it, it reminds me of, um, I don't know, it's almost like got that really, like, like a Cuban sandwich when you bite into that, and you have that really, like, nice pickle. It, it adds good texture, but it also adds, like, this nice, um, um, pickled. I feel like I'm saying the word pickled. Kind of like a tangy vinegar. Tangy is the word I was looking for. I was like, what happens when it gets pickled? Correct. It is a little bit oily. I actually, I'm okay with the seasoning, uh, the mayo, because one, I like that it does have a little bit of spice to it, but also because it's on a baguette, but it's like, it's that little bit of that, like, puffier bread, so the, the mayo is getting soaked into the bread, which is nice. I wouldn't let this sit for very long, but. For $7.99, and then having this, like, uh, the, the chips on the side, I think this is a, a do. Like, I'd get this again. Next up in our Mardi Gras food feast preview, we are having arepas. We are having the carnitas arepas. It is cornmeal cake filled with roasted pork shoulder, 
mayo ketchup, tortilla cheese, and micro cilantro for $9.49. Rhino loves that micro cilantro. Luckily, he can pick it off if he's not uh, vibing with it today. There is also a picadillo one that is a picadillo beef base. And then there's also a mozzarella one that is literally just the, the cornmeal cake filled with mozzarella. I feel like that one would probably be underwhelming. I don't know. But this one sounds delicious, and we love cotilla cheese here at this table. So dig in. Universal has like become the masters at this dish because every single special event now for like the past three or four I feel like has had had a repas and it's just because they have figured it out the cornmeal cake is just so so good it's buttery it's salty it mixed perfectly with the the pork in this case and the mayo ketchup I could use a little bit more of it I think a lot of it dripped out on my hand uh, but wow wow this is savory completely savory at its uh at its most excellent so rhino i'm excited to get your take on this one you can kind of i don't you probably can't make it out but this meat is very juicy i don't like calling meat that but here we go i'm gonna leave the micro micro cilantro in today we'll just see what happens i agree with you i love mayo ketchup um i i i would I would probably, I feel like it, you can see it's like on the bottom. I would have rather it been like drizzled across the top so it kind of like went downward because I feel like I'm getting a little taste of it, which it, it does, it goes really nicely with the pork, but, and the cornmeal, um, arepa obviously too, but uh, I kind of wish it was a little more in the middle just because I feel like the, the meat, even though it's good, just like in the middle, it can be a little dense for me. Like, this is good. I mean, this is tasty. How much was this one? $9.49. A little expensive. Yeah, a little on the expensive side, I feel like, but, like, I will say, it's like, like the cake, is, it's cooked well, and um, I feel like there was a good amount of meat in it, but, yeah. No side dish with it. No, no side dish with it. That's why I'm like, I don't know, I feel like price versus what I'm enjoying about it, I feel a little more on the fence than I did with the chicken sandwich, but... I don't think it's a bad option. I like that they have it. Yeah. It could use more. I feel like the meat could be down a little bit more in it. And if they had the mayo ketchup a little more evenly distributed, I'd say this thing was like amazing, but um, it's not bad. Our final dish as part of our little Mardi Gras food preview. We are having the muffaletta sandwich. This is mortadella salami, ham, mozzarella, provolone cheese, olive relish on a toasted sesame seed bun for $7.99. And what they don't tell you, too, is that it comes with a little piece of pickled okra sliced in half on the back. Rhino, do you like pickled okra? Do you like okra? I like, yeah, I like you okra. You like okra? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll have to fight over this. No, you can eat it. Was it was in the old days, you and I would just lady in the trampet, <laughs> and that's how we'd handle it, but... So, you know what? It's not six feet of okra. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's, uh, it's a different era for us now. <laughs> but I usually enjoy a good muffaletta sandwich, and you know this one's a little tiny, but I like in our situation, okay. it's already in two pieces, so it's not like we have to do any of the cutting. It's just here, perfectly served for us, and I'm excited. Crunch, crunch. 
I really do enjoy this little sandwich. You know, it's uh, it's a little crispier than I think they intended to be with it, but I like the crunch. That's nice considering everything on the inside is kind of the same texture. Uh, very olive heavy, which oh. I think, Rhino, that will be a downside for you. And ultimately, you know, this is never going to be an Arby's sandwich. They don't, the meats are on here, but they don't have the meats. It's very light on that. You know, this for me, I haven't ever gotten the, the sandwich at Mardi Gras before. Just never, like, caught my eye. I'm like, hey, you can get it basically at so many places around that are New Orleans-based. And uh, this will probably be the last time I get it, but I'm really interested in your take, Rhino. I've never had a muffalata before. You did not make me super excited because I am not a big olive-heavy person. I don't love olives, but this is, what is this, a whole wheat, a whole wheat sesame bread here. Show enough, you can taste that olive up in here. Um, I think it's fine. I, I know what you're saying where it's like literally one piece of meat, one piece of meat, one piece of thing. Bare minimum amount to qualify as the, the sandwich, but um, I mean... It's not bad. It feels a little unexciting compared to everything else. So, uh, I mean, a safer option, but then at the same time, you're like, well, I don't like olives. So, not like a super safe option for me. Here's what I'm going to do that I should have done on the other sandwich. Go ahead and put that potato chip right inside of there. Close up shop. I love chips in a sandwich. I don't know why sandwich places don't just do it for you. Why isn't it just an option? But... Um, not bad, but $7.99 for this one again, which is nice because you got the chips on the side, but I still think, so far, of the three things, I'm, I'm like, I'm not unhappy I have this one, but I'm glad I, the po' boy, I think, is the one where I'm still like, that feels like a great value. I'm going to eat a little piece of this okra. Tastes like pickled okra. Basically tastes like a pickle. Rhino, that was a lot of fun. I did double check. It is $120 for the $150 tasting card. So that's that's a really good deal. I mean, 30, 30 bucks off, you get your fun little lanyard that after you're done with your gift card, you can put your annual pass in or whatever you want to put well, in there. Yeah, and the event goes through like April, right? Yep, yep, all the so way into like, April. It, yeah, it's two months if you're an annual pass holder. I mean, you know, it's kind of like a thing where you're like, well, I probably spend this much coming here to watch, like, you know, plot out how many concerts am I going to go see? Am I going to have eat this time or that time? And you're like, okay, it probably, if they had done a lanyard like this for Halloween Horror Nights, I probably actually would have bought it right away because Lord knows how much money I spent on the beer there. <laughs> a lot. It, it's it's an option that's available. So we kind of went over all the food that we had again, though, just to reiterate it in case you already forgot what we had to eat. We had the blackened chicken po' boy. We had the uh, the muffalata sandwich. And then we also had the carnitas arepas. And Rhino, what what was your ranking of them when all was said and done? Uh, the po' boy was number one for sure. Like I would definitely get that again. I thought it was a pretty solid sandwich and I liked that it had a little, a li the, you know, a little hint of spice in it that was really enjoyable. And for like $8, you know, for the sandwich and then the chips, I was like, it's cheaper than like a quick service meal and it'll still be lighter. So if you want to try other things, it still leaves that option open. So I would say that one. 
and then the arepa and then uh which ultimately i i should say because i didn't say it in the video i thought like i i because we were splitting it i don't know if if i would eat a whole one of those alone because i felt like the cornmeal after a while the cornmeal cake was kind of became a little um not overwhelming yes yeah yeah it was a, it was a lot of just like kind of one one thing and so um and then i didn't i didn't i don't know the muffalata was fine but i'm like there's there's so many other things to try that i was i'm like you know it was uh, uh, but you're right of what was available to us and i had never had it before so it was like if somebody like handed me a piece and was like here you go i'd eat the piece they handed me i mean i'll probably eat most anything anybody hands to me and but like I don't think I would like return for it again at yeah. all. I, I I would agree with you on that. And I also agree with your ranking. Uh, the Arepa was definitely heavy. And if mm-hmm. we each had our own, that would have been a task. But eating it the way that we did, I feel like it it was it was accessible for us but as you said there's a lot of really delicious sounding food we went to all the other booths all of them had their menus up so we were able to kind of look at them oh, and yeah. like it's just some of the ones that i found in the new york area they have a cajun twisted frank with chorizo queso and this essentially sounds like a a twister twisted tater that is you know again wrapped around a hot dog that they've been doing for hhn but you know it's not just like chili on it or chili cheese it's chorizo queso and i love chorizo yeah put put chorizo on anything and i am there for it i am i'm just buying i'm buying into it completely and at louis the one that we mentioned the window a meatball garlic press slider I love meatballs. I love sliders. So that sounds like a winning combination to me. That's a good meatball. At that food truck right across from Fast and Furious Supercharged, where we got the Nashville hot chicken during the holidays, well, they still have Nashville hot chicken in the mac and cheese form, which I heard was the superior form. So still need to try that at Ah, some point in time. But there they had a chicken biscuit with red-eye gravy, a crispy chicken thigh, red-eye gravy, garlic pickles on a warm buttermilk biscuit with a side of apple cider slaw. Come on, Rhino. Come on. I know. That one sounds really interesting, but I still feel like there was even more interesting things along the way. There's something that I specifically will be knocking down the door to try. I was trying to find the thing that you were knocking down the door for. I thought it was... It what? Carrot cake. Carrot cake? Why can I not find this anymore? It's at, the, it's at the reflective booth. Oh yes, 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 yes. The reflective booth. Uh you you mentioned the carrot cake concoction, but that's a frozen carrot cake slush topped with purple ube ice cream. I don't know I if that ube. was necessarily what you wanted. You wanted the junk barge fuel, which was screwball yeah. peanut butter whiskey, Kahlua, Monin caramel, Mexican chocolate bitters, agave nectar, and iced coffee. No, wait, you didn't want that. You wanted I the didn't claw even sweet see that. baby I wish java. I had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't even see the drink. I was busy looking at the thing. No, I've had the sweet, the Duclos sweet baby Java. You can buy that at Total Wine. But the, 
I haven't had that. I didn't see that other drink. Also, I wanted the ube ice cream. Also, there's like a bubble waffle with ube mixed with like yes. matcha swirl in it and the carrot cake one. I'm like, we have got to go back to here because I just had carrot cake ice cream at at uh, salt and straw that will change your life. And I think those flavors have already changed. So you might not even be able to go and get it as the time you recorded this if you're near a salt and straw. But yeah, it's salt and straw. They're always keeping it fresh. But uh, this one also has the crab beignets, too, which sounds so weird. That you just, you kind of had to get them, I feel. Yeah. Like. Crab beignets. Is there crab in the beignet, did it say? Yeah. Crabby, crabby beignets. Crabby beignets. I'm uh, sure it'll work. The sweet and savory all together. Um, but but I, I know there's another, I know there was a thing at another booth that I was like, okay, I definitely got to get that too. Yeah. I, I think, can't remember. So I believe that was at the oh, booth. Oh, the gin drink. Yes. I don't yeah. remember. That was the Cosmic Cornucopia, I believe. Yes. New Amsterdam Gin, St. Germain Elderflower Liqueur, Owen's Cucumber, Lime and Mint Craft Mixer, Honeydew Melon Balls. And also at this one, it sounded really What'd good you because me? you heard me. Uh, they also at this booth have Savory Sopapilla, and it was Roasted Butternut mm. Squash, Pumpkin Seeds, Pebra Salsa, <gasps> and Cilantro. They put cilantro on so much stuff. Everything. Everything. Because it. the other one that we uh, thought sounded good was like right across the way. These are both um, in the kid zone area of uh, the park that we're talking about. They have one that we believe it's called something like Rue Gimo. And it's braised pork, Thai chili peppers, mustard greens, cilantro, and a soft griddled bun. Like soft griddled bun come on yeah it all sounded delicious and then the cilantro but i was like you know what i feel like i'll brave it for the for the for the griddled bun yeah absolutely absolutely it all sounds fantastic and that's the food that we're excited to try for the event and you know we didn't even get to look at the menu at the the vegan place because it was it was just missing. It was the only one that was mm. missing. Uh, there's still classic items like the crawfish boil coming back and king cake. Uh, I Rhino, we are going to probably end up making two or three videos just on the food because I, 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 I don't like, I don't know how we do it all in one. How do you choose the right ones? I don't know, but I know that when Saturday rolls around, I'm walking straight into that park for that ube yeah. <laughs> ice cream. I, it's I, it's my domu has a rotate, which is the the uh, the ramen place in 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 Orlando that we we love. Uh, it has rotating like flavors of ice cream, and I try to always go whenever they have the ube as the dessert ice cream. They have the good flavors, but I just love it. Oh yeah, no, no, they have all their ice. Their soft serve ice cream is always oh, fantastic. So good. But so yeah, good. I feel like we might have to do like one of your choices, one video with only your choices. Rhino chooses. Mm you know universal mardi gras food one of mine where it's all my choices and then maybe we even do like a a, a viewer audience choice mm. where we leave it up to the people watching and listening and say what do you want us to go try because we're done being selfish now we'll listen to you but don't give us the boring stuff make sure it's fun and exciting right yeah, i know i was gonna say that could go terrible <laughs> but it could go terrible, but you know what? So could all of Universal Mardi Gras. It could all go terrible. And we will find out shortly when it starts this weekend. Very exciting. Sugar Ray is coming to play. The parade's going to be rolling through the streets. Food a flowing. Music in the air. Beads. 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 It's 
It's all going to be there. And uh, we hope you enjoy our coverage. You know, we'll have our full coverage next week. Uh, but we hope you enjoyed this little bit of a preview. But I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. So thank you so much, Rhino, for having this conversation with me. And thank you so much, everyone out there, for listening and watching to it. I hope you enjoyed it even more than Rhino enjoyed the conversation. Yes. <laughs> fantastic <laughs> and if you want to help us out please if you're watching this on youtube hit the thumbs up subscribe to the channel and leave comments questions and show suggestions in the comment section below if you're listening to this please make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and if it's through apple Podcasts, please take a second to leave us a five-star rating and review and and most importantly if you want to totally support us in a bigger way you can always book your next trip through dreams unlimited travel get a free no obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. We'll see you again soon with another episode. Take care. Remember, we still haven't changed the name. 